0: Hey everyone, this is Megan and this is Christina. We were friends first and sisters second. Together, we cook, farm, garden,
1: and live life. So grab a mug of tea and join us for this conversation we call Real Life. Hello, Megan, we're back, finally. (laughs) I feel like we need to do a little bit of catching up in the beginning of this episode. That's a great idea. Episode one of a new season for us. We had planned on starting this season back in June. Yeah. And we are in September.
0: It's uh, been a busy couple months.
1: It's been insane, but it's okay. We got a lot done this summer. Definitely. We had a lot of fun. We even squeaked in a vacation week. Shocking. Staycation (laughs) week. Um And it was, I'd say, was a successful summer, except for we didn't record a single podcast.
0: Yeah, that was a little lacking.
1: But that's all right. We're back and we're here with a plan. We're going to shorten our episodes to 15 minutes long, short and sweet every week. Um, And then up until December, we may take a break in December and then be back for another season. So that is the plan. Today, we're going to be talking about... Um, preparing for fall If you can believe it's my
0: favorite it season.
1: Mine too I mean I love all the seasons But there's something really romantic about fall Definitely So we um, Are here the first week of September I also am nine months pregnant Waiting for baby any day <laughs> So that has Changed a little bit of my normal routine Yeah. But one of the first things I do Is start decorating for fall And this year, instead of just putting all my pumpkins out in August and annoying my husband, I um, thought I need to have like a little bit more of a transitional decoration. And so I went with more of like a red hues um, and like late summer hues, mustard colors. Um, I looked for some dried flowers around um, outside and then Brought in some beautiful faux flowers, and one thing that was kind of my inspiration was this um, silver dollar eucalyptus that was like a a deep red, a rich yeah, red.
0: I love deep reds.
1: And so that was my inspiration for my decor. I'm not fully done yet because I'm going slow, but um. And then the other thing is apples. I've been trickling apples in more than pumpkins, um. And I think those are really good transition decoration.
0: Definitely. And they're definitely coming into season right now, which is super exciting.
1: Yes, I've been enjoying them. And what I do every year, because I am kind of a minimalist, but I do love my fall decorations, is I allow myself one luxury item. So... (laughs) This year, I got these copper pumpkins. So beautiful. From um, a store in Wellsville, if you're local to the area. Yeah. And I love copper, so I could not resist them. It's a set of three. And um, I just put them on my dry sink, and they're stunning.
0: So warm and comforting, that nice coppery color. Yeah,
1: and copper is another nice transition color that pairs with the red so that you're not blatantly <laughs> fall and pumpkin spice. So that's kind of how I first start to get ready. I light all my candles and I decorate. What do you do, Megan?
0: Well, I'm kind of in limbo at the moment, so I haven't really started decorating anything. It's more just organizing so that it moves smoothly. Yeah. And then when I get to my new uh, abode, then I will be able to
1: decorate. Fall cleaning is a good habit to have. Like We shouldn't just limit our cleaning out time to spring. Especially because summer tends to bring in a lot of dirt and... Um, and then this time of year, like, cobwebs, spiders yeah. try to move in and mice try to move in. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those critters. Every year we get, like, this three-week period of just, like, a mouse invasion. And it's, like, you have to hold your fort down and say, like, no, this is my house. You cannot come here this and winter. And it's
0: wild because it isn't even that cold yet and they've already started
1: moving They know. It. I know. I think it just comes with living next to the forest. We have trees right up against yeah our house. So, unfortunately. But we're... We're holding down the fort, and galby has been doing a great job because I do not touch mice.
0: And the kittens will help when they get a little bigger.
1: Yeah. You're much more fearless than me with that department.
0: Maybe we should have an episode on mouse stories. Yeah,
1: we <laughs> should. And how to successfully catch them. But the other thing we like to do is bake.
0: Oh, yes. I love baking. John's been doing quite a bit lately, too, but... Um, Christina's been making sourdough pumpkin chocolate chip muffins for the farm store.
1: Yeah. And
0: pumpkin baked anything is super high on my list, especially pumpkin cookies or pumpkin muffins or pumpkin pie. Um, that's definitely one of my favorite things. So I love to, to add baking in and I'm trying to make more time for it right now so that I have that ready to go. I did make some uh, sourdough rolls the other day, too, which turned out pretty well.
1: Oh, that sounds good. Maybe some recipes to come on the blog, which is another (laughs) thing on our bullet point.
0: Yeah, much easier in the winter when life outside has settled down a bit.
1: Yeah, for sure. The sourdough muffins are really fun because they're moist like they're super moist with a pumpkin go great with a cup of coffee and a pumpkin secret of mine is we never just use straight pumpkin we always cook other squash with it and then blend it so usually like this year we have hundreds of butternuts in the garden so we're blending like our regular pumpkins with butternuts and then either acorn or hubbard is my favorite but it it just adds more complexity to the flavor than just straight pumpkin
0: I haven't tried a Hubbard in baking yet, but I've definitely done the butternut. and Even sweet potatoes can work that way. Yeah, that's
1: a good idea. Sweet potatoes are fun.
0: I haven't been able to successfully grow any yet, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's hard in our New York State climate. And we were so excited for pumpkin pie when Kedrick harvested his first pumpkin that that was our breakfast one morning.
0: Hey, this time of year...
1: (laughs) It's got eggs in it and milk and pumpkin. (laughs) Well-rounded. Just need a protein. So any other favorite recipes you have
0: for fall? Well, my birthday is in fall, so cheesecake tends to be pretty high on my list, too. So uh, I love to make mini cheesecakes and do different flavors. And then with a fruit that we preserved over the summer, like blueberries, you can make a lovely blueberry sauce to go on top of them. So Ooh, that cheesecake, you know, usually like a lemon cheesecake with blueberry sauce. That's something I love. But I always get uh, pumpkin chocolate chip cookies on my birthday because they're my favorite. And I definitely will have, have a friend at least that already asked me for the recipe because she loves pumpkin as well. So. Do
1: yours have... So, like, I grew up with the Amish pumpkin cookies and then was saddened to find out that they had shortening in them. Does your recipe use shortening?
0: It's been a little while since I've made it, so I would have to look it up. But even if it calls for shortening, I just substitute butter. And it's because... still that
1: fluffy pumpkin texture. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, because I miss having those. I just couldn't bring myself to bake them with shortening in it because I know what is in shortening. And I was like, yeah. I'll just
0: we stay eat away pumpkin from pie. That.
1: Hey everyone I hope you're enjoying this episode before we get back to the good stuff I just wanted to take a second to tell you about our farm store we are open Tuesdays and Fridays from 12 to 6 Saturdays from 10 to 4 and we have an online website not only do we carry all the amazing groceries right from our farm milk meat, maple syrup and veggies but we also have a huge selection of local handmade Gifts, ceramics, home goods, handmade cards, so that you can do all of your shopping right here in Alfred. We hope you visit us soon, and if you're listening from far away, check out our website, www.sunnycovefarm.com. Now back to the good stuff.
0: So when I was going through Mimi's recipes, I was like, well, we can just use butter. It's fine.
1: Yeah, Megan just recently recataloged all of her grandmother's recipes, which is really cool. How many do you think there were?
0: A lot. I mean, she had, and I only took the ones that I was interested in from her stash, so she probably had double or triple what I actually have to go through. Some of them are duplicates, but um, I actually just made her sweet and sour roast recipe this week with uh, some chuck roast that we had Fun. in the freezer. So, and that turned out pretty well. It's different. It has nutmeg in it. I was just going to ask, what's the sour? Uh, An apple cider vinegar. And then what's the sweet? Uh, maple syrup.
1: Wow. I mean, her
0: original recipe used brown sugar, but I much prefer to use maple syrup when yeah. I can, and it substitutes just fine. So
1: We try not to go to the store. <laughs> use what we get off the farm. That sounds so good. But yes. I, I think you had a great idea. Megan took cardstock put it in her copying machine or like her printer and then you just put the recipe cards on the printer and then did it double-sided right right so I could fit
0: because they are three by five cards I could fit like five of them on one eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper and then especially the ones that were single-sided getting the double-sided ones oriented the right way Even when you flipped it over and printed the opposite side, I I still haven't gotten that quite right. So I ended up just doing uh, a regular piece of paper and gluing them together which worked fine and then I don't have to worry about trying to flip it the right way and wasting a bunch of card stock.
1: Yeah. That I think it's brilliant. And falls a good time for like those that type of thing would make a great Christmas present. Definitely. For somebody and falls a good time to start thinking about Christmas presents, so especially for those of us who like to make and create ourselves instead of waiting till the end of November and then Crocheting 20 hats, that's not a fun thing. So in fall, I also am starting to plan. The boys have even created some things already that I've just stored away and I know will be really fun blessings yeah. for people. Um, so that's another preparing for fall task is either start making your Christmas list or start creating. Or use
0: utilize your garden and dry some herbs and make herb blends for your yeah, great friends idea. and relatives. John went crazy in the garden this year with... His herbs and most of them have just taken off and are going like crazy. So, I haven't gotten to the time yet to harvest some of that, but that's towards the top of my list because it's so nice to have your own homegrown
1: herbs yeah. to
0: use throughout the winter.
1: And finding beautiful vessels to put them in. We did a for a few years, we may still do it depending on how tired I am. We did a preservation swap right and um tara our sister-in-law found these uh they look like test tubes do you yeah, remember them I
0: remember those
1: they were like a glass test tube with, with a, a cork. cork and she put bee balm in them and they were so beautiful very
0: pretty so
1: something simple like that you know going out just drying your herbs and then putting them in a beautiful glass vessel is a, a stunning gift and pretty simple yeah so great idea Well, I think we've covered most of our fall prep. I'm so glad to be back at it in the podcasting world. And tune in to next week. We will be covering preparing for a home birth because baby is coming any day. And we have to be ready. Yes. (laughs) Because who knows?
0: He might decide to come early.
1: Thanks so much for joining us today.
0: If you enjoyed this content and want to know more, check out our social media links in the show notes below. Until next time, friends.